Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go, live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Greg Cosell in a couple of minutes. J-Mac. What's up? Bears tonight. I'm, I'm actually excited for this game. You are. You're the one. So, uh... Now you're stealing my lines. Remember when I said that? that was yes. Funny. Hey, by the way, on my podcast... I said it. I have some money on Bears money line tonight, just for fun. A little action play. Well, I mean, skin in the game. When you play a very, very big physical team like Philadelphia and you're Washington, and you go to overtime, a little extra football, you generally on a Thursday are a little worn down. Don't be shocked if Washington doesn't have legs late in the mm-hmm. second half. When you play San Francisco, physical. Dallas, physical. Um, you know, you teams, I often look at teams after they played San Francisco or Dallas or Philadelphia, teams that beat you up a little bit. Uh, short week especially, not the same football team. One note on the Bears. They have three guys in their secondary that look like they're going to start. They were on practice squads earlier this season around the league. That's how bleak and beat up their secondary is. Bear. Not great. Sam Howell could go off. I picked him up in fantasy football. Oh, you did? Starting him in my bad league, yeah. All right. Um... All right, let's, let's not waste any time here. Uh, Greg Cosell, 44 years NFL film. You bet football, fantasy football, just want to learn more and get smarter at football. Greg Cosell. So there was a an, an exhale by Bears fans. It's like, ah, Justin Fields. He looks competent. I especially like that play when he kind of scrambled near the red zone, waited, 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 waited. And I think he got Cole Komet or somebody in the end zone for a touchdown. And I thought, well, that's what I, that's what I thought he would be as a pro. He'd buy time. Right. So, so now... They also played Denver, and their defense has been 
Swiss cheese. It's been horrid, inexplicably, I think. So you tell me, when you watched the tape, was it Justin Fields? Was it the Denver defense? What did it say? Well, you know, when I watch tape of a quarterback in an offense, Colin, I try to see what they're trying to get done. You know, because often what they try to do tells you what they think of the quarterback and how they think he he can execute best. And what they did a lot in this game, which, by the way, they did more of at the end of last season and not very much in the first three games this year, was use a lot of boot action, play action boot, get him out of the pocket. He's clearly comfortable doing that. Yeah. And that defines the reads. It cuts the field in half. They did a really nice job with backside crossers. So it's clean. The looks are clean. He can get rid of the football comfortably. They did that quite a bit. The other thing they did is they played a lot of base personnel, what we call 21 personnel. They played with a fullback, 12 personnel, two tight ends. And what often happens with that is you get base defense, meaning four defensive backs. And teams in their base defense are much more predictable from a tendency standpoint than they are when they're playing their nickel or sub any form of sub-defense. So it, it really cleans up a lot of things for the quarterback based on film study. So I think the coaching staff in that particular game did a really nice job helping Fields. A team in his division leading it is the Lions right now. Uh, it's interesting. Oh, yeah. Last couple of years we've liked the offense, but the defense has – they have to sure. win by track meet. I just looked the other day at some of their PFF grades and their data, and I'm like, oh, their defense, they've cleaned it up. I think they've drafted particularly well. I think the front office, the executive suite, deserves a lot of credit for what they've done here. They've hit some home runs. What does the tape say on the Lions? Yeah, I agree with what you just said, though. You're 100% right. Um, But I I love what Aaron Glenn is doing. You know, he's been there now. He started out, he wanted to play a lot of man, he wanted to pressure the quarterback, he wanted to be aggressive, players love that, but it wasn't working. And I think over this offseason, he probably did a lot of self-scouting, probably talked to people, you know, he's obviously a former number one pick, he's been around the league a long time, and you're seeing a totally different Lions defense this year, quite frankly. yeah, They're playing a lot more zone coverage, a lot more cover three. Um They've got some really good players, though. Brian Branch, I loved him oh, yeah. coming out of Alabama, and I think he should have been a first-round pick. He was a second-round pick simply because he didn't test really well, but he's a really good slot corner. Uh, but just the evolution of Aaron Glenn and how he's structuring his defense has really been fun to watch. And this defense now, they move people around. They have Aiden Hutchinson often being kind of a joker, standing up, moving around. They're using the rookie linebacker from Iowa, Jack Campbell, 6'5", 250. They're using him the same way now. He's a rusher off the edge. He's standing up as a joker, moving around. There's a lot of moving parts now but a lot less man coverage and a lot more zone coverage. I want to break down Buffalo-Miami, uh, not just the game, but what it means going forward. So I, yeah. I I surmised my takeaway on Josh Allen against the Dolphins is he's owned them for one reason. They don't have the personnel to stop him in the red zone. He's just too good of a player. You can slow him down, but Miami doesn't – they have their money on the offensive side, mostly. Ramsey's yeah. not playing yet. So, I mean, when, sure. when, when I watch Miami-Buffalo, I always get the same thing. He's just better than everybody they have. I don't think Miami can st- – now, I think there's ways to stop him, kind of, but what did you make of his performance? Well, you know, I think going forward, and I think that's the way to look at this. You know, we know that he's handled Miami. I mean, his his record against Miami is phenomenal. His touchdowns, phenomenal, all that. But I think as we look at 
at Josh Allen and this offense going forward. What are, have they been doing and what will they continue to try to do? They're going to continue to try to run the ball. They didn't run it really well against Miami, but it's evident, Colin, and I think you would agree, that they're trying to run the ball with more frequency yes. than in previous yes. years. Um, the other thing that really stands out to me is I think they're trying, and this may not be the right word, but I think they're trying to rein Josh Allen in a little with how they're playing offensively. Because early in games, what you're seeing a lot more of, quick rhythm throws, quick game yep. throws. Get him comfortable. Take the seven-yard play. Make it second and three. Allow him to feel good. Get comfortable. So you have fewer Superman Josh Allen plays. Because even though he can make those plays, you and I both know you just can't live on those plays every single week. And you can't ask your quarterback every week to put on the cape. You want him to play within the structure of the offense. Okay, Miami's offense was slowed down a little by New England in the second half and slowed down by... By Buffalo completely in the second half, you know, so this fireworks show, uh, wet, right. bl wet blanket on it. What did that tell you? What's <laughs> the film say? Yeah, I think what the film says is that Buffalo did not really have to change much about the way they play in order to play against Miami. Because when you play Miami, you want to play with split safeties. You want to be able to take away a lot of Tua's initial reads, which they did a great job with, with Milano and um, uh, Bernard, who's becoming a really good player. You want to be able to do that, but you want to stay in split safety and you want to be able to rush the quarterback with four. So Buffalo did not really have to change a lot of what they do in order to play against Miami. They, you know, had a few tweaks that were specific to take away some things. Um, they had a great feel. Don't forget, it's a division game, Colin. So they had a great feel for the splits, the routes that come from the splits. Uh, but the, the good thing, you know, when you play is you don't want to have to really restructure your defense. You can't do that in three days. Buffalo didn't have to do that. They just had to make a few minor tweaks because this is the way they play. And, of course, number 92, Daquan Jones out of Penn State, 10-year pro. He probably had the best game of his career as a, as a pass rusher. Rams-Colts is fascinating. I want to talk yep. Anthony Richardson. He is fun to watch. Power thrower. I mean, he, looks yeah. like, I mean, he is just a, a, a power athlete. And I think Shane Steichen's a brilliant offensive coach. So, if you're a Colts fan or not, and a lot of fans, we know the NFL can be kind of regionalized in terms of not not Sunday night football maybe or Monday night, but a lot of it's regionalized. So you may not be watching Colts game. Anthony Richardson, even his mistakes, it's hard to take your eyes off him. What yes, is the, what no, are, you're right. What does what the film say? I think at this point in time, you're going to have to live with him being up and down, but the ups could be unbelievable. And the thing is, when you're a defense, you never know when one of those special plays are going to be made, either throwing the ball or running with the ball. I mean, he made a throw to Downs, which we just looked at, down the scene this week, which was a wow throw. You know, I called in all my guys on the matchup show here and said, you got to take a look at this throw. I mean, you know, he makes those kinds of plays, and it can happen any time. Now, he's also going to miss a few, and he certainly needs to develop a lot more touch and pace on routine throws. He needs to develop, you know, greater sense of nuance and detail about the position as a whole. But he's kind of settling in. You can see he plays with poise and composure. It's not too big for him. He's not playing fast. He just has some things 
that need to get worked out. Don't forget, he has not played a lot of football as a starting quarterback. I said earlier this week to J-Mac, I didn't know if he watched it, I said Stafford made a couple throws against the Colts. Yeah. And I'm not sure any, maybe Herbert, maybe Mahomes, they were unbelievable. Little tiny windows. What did you yeah. see? What did, What do you see with Stafford? Yeah. He got banged up, but what do you see with him? I love watching their offense, Colin. I mean, it's it's really tactical, and Stafford, as you say, and you're correct, is a great thrower. I mean, it's reduced splits. It's bunch. It's stacks. It's now a lot of motion. They're doing a great job with motion, and the whole point, one whole point of motion is free access off the ball. When you have a 150-pound receiver and 2-2 Atwell, you need to get him free access so he can get into his routes with speed. But Stafford is making tight window throws. He's making anticipation throws. I'm telling you, Colin, if you were sitting with me while I was watching tape and and as Stafford started certain throws, you know, as you see his arm, and I froze it with my remote clicker, and I said to you, who's he throwing the ball to? You turn to me and say, I don't know, because his anticipation is so good sometimes. So their offense is kind of fun to watch. I'm really looking forward to this matchup because I thought their O-line um, – held up well last week. Now, they didn't play the Eagles D-line, obviously, but the Eagles D-line also did not have a great game against the Commanders O-line. So we'll see how that plays out. But their O-line held up pretty well last week, as you know. Greg Cosell, 44 years doing this. So good to watch on TV as well as listen on radio. But TV, you get even more contextualization. So let's talk. The Rams go to L.A. It'll be kind of a semi-home game. Jalen Hurts and the offense looked better. So listen, yes. when you win, you win. It, it, a lot of things work. Hey, yeah. <laughs> but but the key is the schedule is going to stiffen here. Did you see things with Philly and Hurts that you said, okay, check. They checked that box. Okay, they not, they've checked that box. What did what did the film say? Yeah, I thought Hurts was more decisive in this game. Because um, the week prior, I thought against Tampa, he, he played one of his worst games even going back to last year. Um but, you know, they're a very good team, so they still win. Uh, but I thought this past week he was much more decisive. And, again, we saw what he did a year ago, which was be very, very accurate on the deep balls, as you're seeing right now. I mean, he can he's become a very good deep ball thrower. And they saw a matchup last week that they loved. The rookie corner, Emmanuel Forbes from Mississippi State, was the boundary corner. He only plays in the nickel, but he's the boundary corner. So you know where he is, and they put A.J. Brown out there, and they caught Forbes a couple of times for big plays, including a touchdown. And so they knew what they wanted to do. They knew what they had, and Hertz was delivering the football. But overall, he played a much better game last week. Listen, I think when you have an offensive coach, uh, my rule is if, if I was a general manager, get them weapons they will be able to use that weapon better than a defensive coach or a defensive culture. So when the Niners and Kyle Shanahan went and got Christian McCaffrey, people pushed back on the draft picks. And my thing is, you just got Picasso, the best paint on the market. Get get him in the room. He'll make him great. Well, now it looks like almost a steal. He's an MVP candidate. What does he do that makes it so effective? Uh, well, I mean, again, you're talking about a great player, you know, so he, he's a very, let's put it this way. I'm not sure people think of him this way, but he is a very physical inside runner. Yeah. I mean, when you watch him, we know he's got the speed. We know he can get through the line of scrimmage with burst. We know all that, but 
he's also a phenomenal seven and eight yard runner. And to me in the NFL, you have to be able to get hard yards. You have to be able to work in confined space. And also their run game is so multiple and so diverse with how they block basic concepts, zone concepts, gap scheme concept, the way they get to those runs and how they block them is often different from other teams. Um, And of course you have to talk about Purdy, you know, we know about Shanahan. We know that it's a really well-defined passing game that presents clean reads and throws. But, you know, when you're when you're completing passes the way Purdy is, you're executing the passing game at a high level. He is a mentally aware quarterback. He sees it. He plays within structure exceedingly well. I mean, they do a lot of really, really good things to present clean reads, but you still have to execute it. I mean, you don't see 20 for 21 very often in the NFL. (laughs) No, you don't. So one of the stories that um, C.J. Stroud's comp was Jared Goff, and I had said I think Goff's always been underrated, so I'm good with it. And I think think the comp of Jared Goff with a little more mobility, that's a hell of a player. And so yeah. now, did I think C.J. Stroud would be this alert and productive and confident this early? Absolutely not. What does the film say? Yeah, he's been a fun watch, Colin. I'm telling you. I mean, this kid, he sees it. Um, you know, a lot of people weren't sure about that because obviously at Ohio State, he, he didn't work in very many money pockets. Everything was so clean, you know, and a lot of people just said, oh, he's just a typical Ohio State quarterback. They're great there, but it's too easy. But he sees it well. Boy, does he have a compact delivery and the ball comes out. Um, He continues to show the ability to throw with pace and touch. And perhaps most importantly, his ball placement is so precise. I mean, he's the kind of kid that can roll out of bed and he can throw it you know, so accurately. And and that cannot be overlooked because that's a natural trait with him. He doesn't have to work at that. He's just a naturally precise ball location thrower. And therefore he can do that even when there are people around him, even when it doesn't look clean, he can make really good throws. But I think the thing that maybe surprised a lot of people, given what he did at Ohio State, is he's seeing things very cleanly yes. in the NFL. And then that's that's also obviously really important. You know, obviously we always use the word processing, but I mean that's all part of it. He sees it cleanly. Yeah, let's go to the play of the week with him and Nico Collins, who had a big Sunday against the Steelers. Yeah, yeah let's go to that play right now because it, it's a good transition for what we were just talking about. This was the touchdown late in the game to Nico Collins. And and I want to look at this from just the perspective of the quarterback, because that's you know, people get caught up in 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 uh, coverage and the whole deal. But here's Stroud. He's in the shotgun, okay? Now, what he wants to do here is he'd like to hit Nico Collins, who's his boundary X receiver on the deep corner route. That's what he'd like to do. So right now, what's he looking at? He's kind of seeing a split safety look, but it could be a little muddied. You're just not sure how that's going to play out when the ball snapped. But when the ball snapped, the safety to the side of Collins turns his body inside. Now, at this point, he doesn't care about the coverage. He knows that safety is not a factor at all in the corner out by Collins. It doesn't matter, man. So it doesn't matter. He's now got Collins with a corner on him running a a corner out, and there's no safety to to help. So he's throwing it to Collins, and it's a beautiful throw. You're going to see it again from this angle, and you can just see what a beautiful throw this is. Uh, He's just a naturally accurate thrower. So 
uh, it's hard not to be impressed when you put on the tape and watch Stroud through four games of his NFL career. Greg Cosell is always on Thursdays, our NFL meat sandwich. My friend, good talking again. We'll see you in a week. All right, thanks, Colin. Appreciate it. I, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, if you just said, what does this quarterback do? And you said, he sees the field and he delivers the ball accurately and nothing else. He's not fast. He's not big. He's not strong. Like, you can really boil most complex jobs, and being a quarterback is a complex job. Justin Fields does not see the field particularly well at this point. Neither does Zach Wilson, and their accuracy is hit and miss. C.J. Stroud, you can see the way he looked in his head. He sees the field, so that's a gift. He sees the field, and he just delivers it accurately. That was Brady. Brady didn't move. Brady didn't have a gun. Brady saw the field really well and then delivered it, and Brady worked on his mechanics. So anything that sounds complex, like, you know, Elon Musk buys Twitter. You know, like, in the end, it's like there's too much bigotry and vile, toxic stuff. Get rid of that. As they do, advertisers come back. It's a big company, but they're simple themes, trends, and habits you want to deliver, right, to have a good company. Just literally, if you can see the field, Forget about all the physical stuff and deliver the ball accurate because most throws are 18 to 20 yards and in. It's that, and that's what this with kid does. As, as Greg points out, he sees the field. That's hard. It's usually year three. But God, that ball comes out. It's right there. Zach Wilson, it's not. Justin Fields, it's not. They're bigger. They got better arms. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I remember having this conversation. Maybe I, I, was, I was around guys talking about it. Troy Aikman talking about accuracy. And he's like, everybody wants to talk about everything. He goes, none of it matters if you can't put the ball right there. Well, the only pushback would be, okay, you know, Zach Wilson Fields, we get it. We've got a sample size that they don't see the field can't As be well. accurate. Mac Jones as a rookie was accurate, saw the field well, got the team to the playoffs. Then you get I, I, the I would next say this. year and I, four I'll, games. You know what? I don't think Mac Jones sees the field very well. Well, well but we were we would have said that during his rookie year. I, okay, right, but I. First of all, C.J. Stroud is a bigger quarterback with a better arm and more accurate. He's a bigger athlete, which always, man, you want somebody a bigger, stronger athlete. I mean, mean, think about it. I'm reluctant. I I like Stroud more than Young coming into this process. I'm just a little reluctant. I know Texans fans think I'm a hater. I'm just, it's still too early on Stroud. By the way, you want to go watch his debut against the Ravens? He looked totally lost. I know it's his rookie debut. And that's the best defense he's faced, maybe. And and, and against the Colts, it was all comeback stuff, and they were trailing big. I mean, um, Pittsburgh's defense, Niners shredded it. Houston shredded it. Let's be real. They did not show up. It was a complete no-show. Stroud did look good. I'm not taking anything away. Um, It's early. I don't know. It sounds like you're talking yourself into a Texans play this week against the Falcons. No, I'm not. By the way, I just just took that one off my card. Oh, okay. Well, I'm submitting my card right now for headlines, (laughs) and this game is in it. And you can tell which way I'm leaning. Wolf and, yes, I can. Wolf and Shepard, Maine and Good luck with Atlanta. I'll just tell you. Hey, hey, hey. Never lost more money on any sporting (laughs) team in my life than the Atlanta Falcons. If you want to bet Atlanta, bet the Braves. I've got a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Let's have some fun. My parlay picks of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm going to take the Eagles 
minus four at the Rams. The crowd will be 60-40 Eagles anyway, a semi-home game. They're undefeated for a reason. I don't know how the Rams' offensive front matches up with the Eagles' defensive front. I'll take the Eagles minus four. I'll take the Jets plus two at Denver. The Broncos last week had some offensive success because they played the Bears. Step up in class, best defense they've faced. Zach Wilson righted the ship a little even though they lost. I'll take the Jets plus two. Cowboys plus three and a half of the Niners. I'll take Dallas. Listen, defensively, opposing quarterbacks have a 55 passer rating. Niners are better, especially in the red zone offensively, but the Cowboys have the better quarterback, offensive line special teams, and a little revenge, I'll take Dallas. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code H-E-R-D, HERD, when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources thank you to our friends at panini america the official trading cards and nfts of the 2024 colin coward show panini america delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought after nfl nba fifa and wnba trading cards whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. So great to have you in. Colt McCoy, NFL quarterback for a long time, joining us last hour. 
Checking in on that. All good stuff. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. So we touched on this game at the outset. This Chiefs-Minnesota. Uh, a buddy told me, stay far, far away from this game. But I took the over, Colin. I just think it's going to be points on points. The Chiefs, 3-1, and one, top of the AFC West. But the offense, not really that crisp. They had 200 yards in the first quarter against the Jets. And then, you know, played with their food for the final three quarters and walked away with a victory. The receiving group has taken a lot of the criticism, but Patrick Mahomes, he puts it on himself. You just have to go out there and keep keep shooting it uh, down the field. Uh, I mean, that's, that's how I've always been wired. Um, you just come in every single day and, and work and try to continue to get better. I just haven't played very, very good to start the season, so I think if I start playing better, everybody will start playing better. I don't think that's it. I think he's taken... He's taking the heat. It's not a very good receiving call. I'm going to ask a question. I guarantee you no other show's asking this question. All right. Is this Taylor Swift stuff a distraction? No. I think their lack of receivers that separate is a distraction. I think the Tyreek Hill, because they were able to bring in a Juju Smith-Schuster, a couple of kids developed uh, last year, delivered. I think in the end, Brett Veach knows. We probably, it would be great, the trading deadline, to go get a Chris Godwin, or that's too expensive for their taste right now. But the reason this defense is Chris Jones and they're paying nobody else is they're going to keep doing this with Mahomes, reworking his contract, finding him new pieces every year. Travis Kelsey's the guy. You know, they need a left tackle or a great center. But in the end, this is what they're going to do, and this is what New England did. They keep renegotiating Tom's deal, get a team-friendly deal, and having to just find bits and pieces that Tom can work with. Be loyal to very few. Gronk, Edelman, you're loyal to. Brady, you're loyal to. You know, even Logan Mankins, a great O-lineman, they let go. So when you have a star quarterback and he's top of the market or very expensive, you're going to have to keep tweaking, tweaking. And I think in their tweaks, they're a receiver shy. So you, I don't know if you were saw that screen, but it just hit me. I looked at I looked at the screen for the radio audience. Mahomes is having the worst season of his career yeah. by far. Look at those stats. Completion percentage, everything yeah. is the worst he's ever had. Yeah. Well, what do we do? You know, we're sharks out here, buying low. Yeah. You see Patrick Mahomes having bad numbers. Now he's facing a Vikings defense that all they do is blitz. They can't stop anybody. The secondary stinks. All their high draft picks are not playing from the last couple years. Is this a Mahomes five-touchdown game? I don't- and afterward, everybody's, whoa, whoa, have we forgotten? Patrick Mahomes could be the MVP. And then you look at the schedule. What? Well, listen. Oh my gosh! I got to face the Raiders still twice. Like, I, I is there think a Mahomes MVP ticket? Sean, to be- Sean Payton showed me a trick. When you when you're a good team and play like crap and win, who did last week? Philadelphia and Kansas City. Yeah. Those teams the following week. Because Sean Payton always said, "I love when my good team plays poorly and wins. I can coach them hard." You can't coach a team as hard when they win and look great because they all think they're great. You can't coach them too hard when they lose and look like crap because they need to be lifted up. But when they win and look bad, athletes will listen. You're like, guys, come on. You're, you're. And Sean always said, when you win and, and play poorly, a coaching staff can really dial in. Don't be surprised if the Eagles... And the Chiefs, I'm not saying they will, but this is an opportunity. You're getting the W and playing poorly, and he can really go hard this week. Interesting. And that's what Peyton used to tell me. So, you know, if you're a horse and you're expected to win the Belmont Stakes and you fall behind early, which is what Mahomes and the Chiefs have done. You know, Tua races out to that big lead, MVP. Uh, uh, Josh Allen races out to the MVP lead, 
Patrick Mahomes just waiting in the wings. Nobody's I don't talking think about him. This is this is not an MVP year for him. It's not really. It's so not. you say that, I all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, let me let me jump in. No, nobody's talking about Mahomes MVP. Look at the schedule, Colin. I just looked at it. Well, they played Denver twice, so they're he's going to eat. And there. the Raiders, they still have to play the Raiders twice. The Raiders are one of the worst teams in football. Just you know. Listen up, folks. All right, next story. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa. Awesome start this season. Uh, they're three and one. One NFL exec thinks the team should wait until the year is over to have as much information as possible yes. before making a decision on his contract extension. Yes. I, I'm already putting this at the top of my list as most fascinating offseason discussions. Yeah. What do you do with Tua? I'm I assuming think you playoffs. Wait as long. By the way, the Cowboys did it with Dak. They waited as long as they could. Mm. I think Tua is a better natural thrower than Dak, but because of his injury and concussion story, uh, you wait as long as you can. Now, like Brock Purdy, if he has another great year, I'd rather sign him early and say, not to a huge deal, say, listen, we'll pay you a year early, but you got to take a team-friendly deal. Because I think Brock Purdy, if he beats Dallas this year, we get 17, 18 games in with Purdy and we're like, yeah, he's yeah, like, you don't have to pay him yet. He's still got a couple some time. No, I'm Tua, saying you got to make a decision soon. Yes, and I think with Tua, I would wait to the very end. I'm just I think saying. he's put on some weight. He's thick. He's practiced falling. He's done everything he can to protect yeah. himself. It's the offseason, uh, what was it, jujitsu? That, that's yeah. really a, Well, who knows? It's McDaniel. We well, know he's this. very good, too. Yeah, he's good, no doubt. If they pay Tua in that 45-50 range, well, they give him a Herbert or, or, or Burrow gonna, contract, but what I'm just telling you, it's over. Miami well, Dolphins, forget it. You can't keep Jalen Waddle. You can't keep anybody. Well, you, you can, can keep, Tyreek's probably going to have to be gone. Well, you can keep one. You know, you can pay a Travis Kelsey or a Tyreek Hill. You get no, one great like weapon. Deal. They're keeping him. Yeah, I'm dead. Kyrie kills the guy to watch. But I'm saying that rookie deal expires here pretty quickly. A couple years, right? You can't keep him. Yeah. So that's when you pay the quarterback. Right now, the Cowboys, C.D. Lamb, had to let Dalton Schultz go. Had to let Amari Cooper go. Yep. Yeah. So once you get a weapon, you don't get two and three. So that's that you pay Matt Stafford to get Cooper Cup. If Puka Nakua had not shocked the world, who would they throw to? Because you're paying Cooper Cup. Your your boy Tutu Atwell. (laughs) So, I mean, by the way, Herbert, they didn't pay him. They could keep Mike Williams and Keenan. But now Mike's hurt again, so they would love to get out of that contract. he's gone. But can Quinton Johnston take it? You know, we hear stuff because... We hear stuff. We don't have to report everything we hear. We like Quinton Johnston. I'm rooting for him, all that. Mm. Nothing bad, but just... You know what I mean? Listen, we don't have to report everything we get immediately. He's not there yet. No, he's not there yet. Be polite. Could be. Could be. Yeah, he might be. Uh, Final story is NBA. Drew Holiday obviously was uh, shipped out of Milwaukee. Now Look at he that. is in Boston. Woo! Drew Holiday, one of the good guys in the NBA. Not that there's not a lot of good guys. Just a great dude. Um, he's introduced in Boston and spoke about how he feels to be a part of this organization. I feel like coming here is definitely my best chance of winning and being able to help the guys here that uh, have made big moves and, and done great things in this league. So I'm here to really just help step up that game and become a champion. So <clears throat> uh, it has been a whirlwind. The fans are, are literally insane, and, and I'm proud to be <laughs> I'm proud to be a part of that uh, coming in this year. You know, it's really he's everybody loves Drew Holiday. Everybody, and yet he's moved. Is this his third team? No, maybe fourth. fourth. And so I always think this is underreported by all of us in the media. He's very good. 
He's either the world's best bench player, your fourth starter on a championship level team, third, fourth starter. Very good player. He's not as good as Jason Tatum. Probably well, not the, as good in as in the Suns final. It, when they beat the Suns in the finals, he was he no, was better than Middleton. No, no, no. He's he's a yeah. very good player. He's one of I think everybody loves. He's all him. NBA, he's been All NBA, I think, a couple times. Oh, defensively, five times, I think. Yeah, maybe more. So, but my takeaway is, he's had to move his family, and I know he makes a lot of money. But that's the one thing about pro sports. He is a great locker room guy. A gr- he does everything you would ask. Great in the community. Great locker room. Great defense. And he keeps bouncing around. And I always think to myself, he's probably thinking, what do I got to do to be loved? Like, like yeah. he's a very uni- unique player. Like in the NFL, Travis Kelsey is not getting out of Kansas City. But he's not Mahomes. Like well, it, I, feel, NFL, I feel for this guy is one of these players that is so good. You could put him on every single team in the NBA, and the team he would fit with all of them. And yet, he, I feel like he doesn't but quite get the a, love they, he deserves. It's weird. The NBA's it's not like the NFL. Guys change team. Every star, almost every star, has changed teams yeah. multiple times. Yeah, you know, LeBron's been around the block. Like, but that even was LeBron's the, choice. Okay, even the second tier guys have been around the block, right? I mean, Dwayne Wade played play for like the Chicago Bulls at the end, didn't he? Did he go to the Cavs for a minute at the well, end? That was, he went to uh, Chicago. That was his choice, and then he regretted it 15 minutes later. He went back to Miami. Oh, so you're saying like teams just bailing yeah, I mean, on, I just a, on think a great. Drew Holiday literally is, and I, I said this once about Bradley Beal. I've said it about Clay Thompson. There are guy, catch and shoot guy like Clay Thompson would work with any team in the world in his prime. He defended, right. he catches, he doesn't take the ball. He's not a ball hog. He just throw him the ball. He'll shoot and hit. I think Drew Holiday literally is one of the few players in the NBA. Literally, you could put him with a champion. You could put him with Denver tomorrow. They're better. You go with Boston. They're bad. Boston's already got two stars. Yeah. You put Drew with him. It's like, oh yeah, he's a perfect fit. That guy is a perfect fit in every room in the NBA. Doesn't it go back to the statement, everybody's replaceable? Everybody. Well, we that's not true. LeBron was not replaceable in his prime. Mahomes is not replaceable. Justin Herbert is holding the franchise up. He's not replaceable. There are very few of those guys, but that Josh Allen is not replaceable. There's no other Lamar Jackson on the planet. Pay him. Damn it, I hate to agree with you. You're right. Some people. You know, you could learn a lot just listening to me. Well, you know what I was thinking. I'm selfish. <laughs> uh, I'm irreplaceable. I well, come to the show. You're not we quite make the there jump yet. to light you're getting speed. Very and, close. Uh, you're my Gabe Davis. Just a couple more oh good shows. Oh, my gosh. I'll give you I a- told somebody in an elevator today I was the Christian McCaffrey of the show. <laughs> you're the Shanahan. I'm Chris uh, C-Mac. Well, let's, let's not talk about us. Okay, fine. Let's, right. let's not. J-Mac with a news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. <laughs> the Herd Lie News. Gabe Davis is off to a hearty start. What do you mean? Now, you're not going to sleep tonight. I'm going to get four texts because of that. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There is something that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Start Saturday strong with big noon Saturday on Fox. Quarterback Kyle McCord and Marvin Harrison Jr. lead the undefeated Buckeyes against Tua Tungabaloa and the Terrapins. It all starts at 10 a.m. Eastern with big noon kickoff live from Columbus. Then it's Maryland, Ohio State Saturday at noon Eastern on Fox. Uh, this fall, busy routines, house more vulnerable. Go to simplysafecolin.com. Uh, 20% off your new system. There's no safe like Simply Safe. So I saw I saw a quote. So I like Mac Jones. I didn't love him out of college. I liked him. And I thought his rookie year was very, very encouraging. That's why I'm kind of pumping the brakes on Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud. I don't know yet. I, I see encouraging things. But there's a, there's a story here in Boston today. Did Belichick whiff on Mac Jones? Could have. An NFL exec, executive says on Mac Jones, they're expecting a miracle from somebody who needs good things around him. You can win with him, uh, but he won't be the reason you win. And to that, I would say that explains 80% of the NFL, maybe. And so you can win games, but they need a lot around him. If you wanted to simplify, and I'm only going to count quarterbacks that I would pay, some more than others, 
But I found this morning I would be willing to pay about half the quarterbacks in the league. Pretty big money. And they come in two tiers. Now, I'm not going to count the rookies. I'm not going to count Brock Purdy. I haven't seen a full season. And I don't know what to do with Deshaun Watson. But I think it's there's two tiers of quarterbacks that I would be willing to pay. And here they are. These are guys that can pull you to wins. They can have a bad O-line and Joe Burrow gets you to a Super Bowl. They can have coaching dysfunction, Justin Herbert, and get you to the playoffs. You can be in a rebuild and Trevor Lawrence wins a playoff game. There's seven in the world. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Herbert, Lamar, Trevor Lawrence, Mahomes. I think Jalen Hurts, I'll put him in there, although I've never seen him play with a bad unit because the Eagles have drafted so well. They've had such great players around him. I think, I think he's in that, so I'll put him in. In the world, seven. I mean, Lamar Jackson's won 75% of his games. His team's never healthy, (laughs) right? So those seven. And then there's 10 other guys I would pay that need more help around him. Now you say, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's the most talented in the second group. He never won a playoff game without McVay. Old Aaron Rodgers, how did he look last year with young receivers? Jared Goff got to a Super Bowl. The tier two is guys I would be willing to pay, and they can, they can get you to a conference championship, maybe even more, like in Stafford, win a Super Bowl, but they need people, or they need the coach, or they can, they can overcome some stuff. But they're not pulling you into the playoffs in the middle of a rebuild like Trevor Lawrence won a playoff game in a rebuild. Matt Stafford never won a playoff game in Detroit. Never won a playoff game without McVay. Not one in all those years. Lawrence is in year two, wins a playoff game over a more talented team, the Chargers. So tier two is Kirk Cousins, Jimmy G, Goff, Kyler, Dak, Aaron, Matt Stafford, Tua, Ryan Tannehill, Russell Wilson. I'd pay him. I'm not going to pay him as much as tier one, but I would pay him. And that's it. Everybody else, I'm not counting rookies. I'm not counting Brock Purdy yet. And I'm not, I mean, Deshaun Watson was a healthy scratch last week. I don't know what the hell's going on in Cleveland. But that's kind of, those are the, these are the guys I would pay. Now the tier one guys, big money long-term. Tier two guys I'll pay too. But I think the Rams already tried to rework Matt Stafford's contract in the offseason, which we reported was doubted, but then we were validated because Matt Stafford admitted it. Old Aaron Rodgers, he's 40 off an Achilles surgery. I'm sorry, he's not Justin Herbert. He's not. He's not there anymore physically. Uh, Tua, I like him, but I'm not. I'm waiting until this year's over. J-Mac, any push? But 17 guys I would be willing to pay, some more than others, some longer than others. Everybody else, I'm not paying. I need some clarity. Um, when you're saying pay, like right now, I'm or, saying I'm ta- everything's like Aaron Rodgers is now a 40 year old in a very brief, very quickly off an Achilles surgery. He's a tier yeah, two quarterback. Oh, got it. Okay, so let me just defend Matt Stafford here for a moment. Okay, he's the by the way he was the single hardest one this morning in our meeting was Matt Stafford because yeah. I think he throws a beautiful ball, but he's banged up again. They tried to rework his deal. You and I have talked about through the years. He's been he's been beat up a, a lot yeah, physically. Well, you, he's let's about talk ready about to what go. he had around him in Detroit, which was nothing. And okay. don't tell me, oh, Calvin Johnson time and out, Barry time Sanders. Out. Like, what no. did Trevor Lawrence have around him last year? No Calvin Ridley. Trevor Lawrence was in the worst division in football. That division has been garbage And played for the years. Chargers down 27-0 yeah. at half and won a playoff. Matt Stafford's in the same division with Brett Favre and then Aaron Rodgers. Okay, like, come on. I, I think Stafford's getting a short shrift here. He should be in he the top He was the last one we moved out okay. because of he Joe Burrow got to a Super Bowl with a rancid offensive line and a coach you don't like. Stafford never won a playoff game without McVay. 
Didn't win a single. Okay. I think division does matter. Okay, division does. No, it doesn't because you get to the playoffs and play somebody out of your division. The, the, the Lions have been inept in that division forever. Yep. They've been total garbage. A franchise. Well, what's Jacksonville? Take out game? the Blake like, Bortles year. I think it was like Bill Clinton was take in out, the Take out Blake office? Bortles year. The one year. The Jags were a tire fire when Lawrence got there. So, and then they were a tire fire the first year when he was there. I like Trevor Lawrence on off the field. I root for him. I think he's getting elevated a bit much because he was the next Andrew well, Luck. I, and I, like, by the way, tier let's one. Be real. Hey, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. What happened his rookie year with Urban Meyer? Well, how were they? And then um, last year they were like three and seven. And then this year, uh, could they be the number one seed? I, they look like garbage. I like, didn't Trevor say. Lawrence at some point. I didn't say it was Mahomes, Allen, Lamar. Yeah, but you put him in that top tier. Well, yeah, there's a lot of tiers. A lot of people at the country club. Not everybody's the richest guy and runs a bank. There's a lot of people that get into that yeah, VIP Matt Stafford club. needs access to the country club. So um, I'm trying to see if there's, there's anybody else. There's a lot of different else. levels of yachts. There's Jerry Jones' yacht, and then there's a 49-footer. <laughs> there's a lot of different levels, too. They're all yachts, right? I, I'm gonna, you're going to hate Never this. been on one myself, but they're yachts. I'm not a yacht guy. I'm a paddle boat kind of guy. Um, all right. All right. Yeah, okay. Kirk Cousins, could he be 1B? No, he shrinks in big games. Get out of here. <laughs> By the way, we know Stafford is much better than Kirk Cousins. So they're both in Tier 2. But we, like I said, Stafford's the first one I'd put in Tier 2. Is, He's is, at the very top. Is there some recency bias on Russell Wilson? The guy was unbelievable no, for like his first No, you don't think Russell Wilson years. is as dynamic as Lamar and Justin. And No. I mean, Now, you can put Russell Wilson right after Stafford. But Jared Goff, by the way, are we going to acknowledge Jared Goff got to a Super Bowl? <laughs> well, wait a minute. I love this got to a Super Bowl. Who got there to the Super Bowl? McVay or Goff? Both. I mean, McVay is unbelievable. Hey, Stafford, come in here. You've never won anything. We'll win a Super Bowl. Like, I like Goff. Ben Johnson's kind of saving him. There's a lot of layers. This is a nuanced discussion. It's really tough because... I don't think it's nuanced saying Josh Allen's a tier one and no. Tannehill's a tier two. No, that's That doesn't not, feel nuanced that's to a, me. That's a layup. Come on. I said Stafford was the one we argued, the staff argued tier one. I said it's, if I had a third tier, I'd put Stafford in it. He'd be right between one and two. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. 
It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 